Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey, IDP Army. Ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for, IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. Josh, you did not do the Pornhub thing there, and it kind of threw me off. Threw April me off Fools my- is over, man. <laughs> Guys, possibly what's up? It is April thirteenth. We are getting close to the draft, and we are absolutely we're ready for it, guys. We're crunching the numbers. We're getting our boards set, and we are doing a live stream with the boss man, Jordan Reigns. He will be here. Jordan, say what's up to the possums. What up, possums? Daddy's in the house tonight. Oh, oh, shit. Daddy's in the house. Back to the Pornhub thing, I guess. I should have <laughs> yeah, that's it. Now, now I'll start the intro. Should we call you stepdaddy? You can call me wherever you want. You got to throw that step on there because that makes it legal. <laughs> All right, guys. So next uh, for the draft in two weeks now, we have a live stream. We're going to have some special guests on there. We're going to have some free giveaways. I know we'll probably do our Jerry Judy jersey giveaway. Eventually, we'll start putting that up on Twitter. I don't know if we're going to do that for the draft or not, but we'll get it out there. Mr. Jordan Reigns has some free giveaways for the possums and everyone else in the semi-pro fantasy crew to give away. So join us and we will have a good time 
Guys, we're in uh, the off-season nonsense time of the year, and it's even worse than camp news. We'll get into that a little bit later. Today, we got some buys and sells for you. In the meantime, while you're listening to this, go on Twitter and follow us at Offensive Points. Follow us on Instagram at SemiProFantasy. Get on the Discord. Get the Dynasty Index and IDP Index. It's awesome. It's going to help you win your leagues, and we've been working on that tirelessly. As usual, Josh, Billy, I'm with you guys. Jordan, welcome, man. It's been a while. So what's yeah. up? What's up, guys? What's I up, thought we were about horse? to get fired whenever I saw the boss in the, in the <laughs> yeah, thing. I was like, oh, man, we're, are we canceled? Oh, shit. Yeah, it's like you're the not, whole you're never going to get canceled. You guys Jordan's under canceled. long after I'm gone. It's <laughs> about to say, Jordan gets canceled first. That's how it works. He gets canceled, <laughs> and then we follow. Okay. Well, yeah, exactly. All right. Well, the first thing I want to talk about is this Albert. Does anybody know how to say his last name? We're not even going to try. Oh, okay. Albert O from Denver uh, on the Denver Broncos. Um, The, the, the love for him has gone a little too far. In my opinion, Uh, I just saw the PFF tweet. I'm sure everybody did today that follows this stuff on Twitter but they ranked the top 10 dynasty tight ends and sitting at number five, right behind Mark Andrews was Mr. Albert O from the Denver Broncos. What are your instant reactions to seeing something like that? The Ascension continues. Is he God status now? Well, this is the same thing of Kyle Pitts being the number two tight end right away. Like whenever he hasn't even proven anything on the field. So it's just it's off season blunders and they're like, Oh, they traded away Fant, so obviously Albert O's fine. And it's like, but is he though? Do we know that yet? Yeah, I mean Russell Wilson through his entire career has had four top ten tight ends, two of those being Jimmy Graham, one of the best to ever do it. And then uh who was the other guy? Zach Wilson. Luke Wilson was Luke in Wilson, there for yeah. two years at the beginning of his career. So the problem is at that time they didn't have any wide receivers on the team and uh the Broncos have at least two. Uh, three if you want to count Tim Patrick, which I'm about it. So, Or if you want to count KJ Hamler, who's about to go off this year. Okay, well, that's the thing is we can't keep ranking everyone top 10 players. Like, there's no way Russell Wilson Everyone's has top 10. Everyone. Yeah. And you got Cortland well, Sutton thinking he's the top five wide receiver right now, the way you're trying to trade for him. And it's still going to be I'm a trying running to trade team, for him. probably. And then Javante. I mean, there's too many mouths to feed here to make them all elite. And I think this is the stretch that is a little bit too far, like Billy said. Um, well, a little too far. I mean, top five, like where'd this guy have him last year is my question. Like if he's top five this year, he should have been in your top seven or eight last year, right? Like you can't say that the situation has made that much of a difference or that Albert O has proven himself to be that worthy. I mean, the reality is, in my opinion, I mean, this is just PFF doing what they do. Like, he probably grades out really high, so they probably just throw him up there top of the rankings, and then they're like, look, our grades say he's good, so we have to be company men and shove him into the high parts of our rankings for fantasy. Because fantasy is what makes a lot of their bread and butter. That's not industry. I yeah. honestly – I. I the thing is, is that the rest of this list is phenomenal. If we just move him to 10 or 11, I'm perfectly okay with this. No, list. it's not. It's not, though. Mark Andrews is not the number four tight end in Dynasty. It's hard stop number he's one. He's the number, he should be the number one right now. Okay, Kyle Pitts at one is insane. And then TJ Hawkinson isn't even on that list, is he? 
No, he's not. The list is totally trash. Okay, the whole thing needs to be fucking set on fire. No, no, a fan also not being on here. I know he's in Seattle. I know right now it looks bad for him. Where was Pat Fryermuth on this list? He should be a top eight. He's on eight. He is actually on there. But he should be number five. Leaps and bounds. He's got the biscuit thrown in the ball. I mean, the big thing is with Mark Andrews though. Tyler Huntley was the reason he was he was awesome last year. We're gonna give that. Not like he was, he's been awesome though for the last. I know, but seasons. but number one in dynasty to get that kind of consistency, why wouldn't you? He, he is only like twenty six or seven, so he, I mean he's still got a couple years left in the tank. I would assume Travis. My argument would be Kittle. A couple. Honestly. If he doesn't get hurt, he's got like seven primo seasons in him. I mean Travis Kelsey's what 32, 33, and he's still in this top of this list. Yeah, he's my argument would be for Kittle to be number one personally. I, I think that he's young enough oh, to actually up. be. Gosh. No, I mean you're going to get five phenomenal years out of him. Kyle Pitts could be number two. Yeah, just blocking, of his age. blocking for a nameless, faceless running back who's going to go for 130 yards and a touchdown. Who? Trey Sermon? Probably. <laughs> Walk, get him walked right move. into that one. Get him on right move. into that one. <laughs> um, and then Dallas Goddard needs to be above Alberto. I think. I, I think he's getting undervalued a lot here. Um, He's I think he's getting at been, least some recognition. Been solid, and this will be his first year without Zach Ertz, like full, first full year without Zach Ertz. So, you know, I think we should at least give him a chance before we just vault Albert o over him. Like, that just seems ridiculous to me. <laughs> I'm really glad like, that Tyler get a year. is not on this damn list, though. I'm surprised I'm he is tired of hearing about that, dude. Well, he's not an NFL player. not blocking the NFL. So. Who? Tyler Higby. Tyler Higby. Not uh, same, at all. With, same with Mike Williams. Very good. Yeah, Mike Williams and Tyler Higby. Those are his two. Whoa, things. Mike Williams is great. You can stop Get that. Get out of here. Mike Williams is amazing. He does no. everything he needs to do. Oh, my God. Get out of here. Except play football, according to Joe. Okay, he performed just, in a contract year when he had to for the big payday. That's the only reason he, he like, did a goddamn thing. I forgot this conspiracy. He has 1,000-yard seasons never being the number one receiver on his team. Dude, you can fucking fall two feet every game and get a thousand yards these days, or nah, eighteen fucking games nah, in the season. Nah, nah, don't be doing that now. I mean, that, it takes a lot of work to do that, especially on the Chargers. <sighs> can we just go ahead, and, which is all Mike anybody with, does. Anybody with time Justin out, Herbert, time out. Can we just go ahead and say that Mike will made it? Oh my Mike god, will no. did make it. I wish I had a button for that. I should have. We need to. We, we need to make yet. that job now that he's back with the Chargers. We'll have to make that button this year. But I just needed to bring this up because, like, we are at peak already if we're talking Albert O, top five dynasty tight end. <laughs> I wouldn't even have had him top 12, I don't think. Like, no, it's one, of, you wouldn't it's have. one of those. I, I, I couldn't talk myself into it. Definitely. I, Let I me see where it's in the index around. real quick, the dynasty index. All right, I'm not going to lie to you. People talking, man. That's why they put him there in bright yeah, orange, right in the middle of the list. In bright like, orange, exactly. they they even put the Steelers as black. Like they're like, oh, let's not talk about them. Like that's a know. good point. They could have put them yellow, and it'd have been draw- yeah. Literally, none of the other colors will draw your attention other than Alberto. This is the masterclass marketing here. Oh yeah, yeah. This is all that's why they are uh, who they are. Yeah, okay. but people take their shit seriously. Like people will like throw a pff grade right in your mouth like yeah take this right people in your face, take their like shit seriously so when they're drunk at a bar they're gonna be like no alberto is the top five tight end i read Dude, it literally i guarantee I somebody i guarantee somebody this offseason when we're doing when we're starting to do redrafts is gonna be like well his pff grade was a top five tight end in dynasty i i, 
oh, this is his year. And I'm going to be Why like, you sound oh, like they bubbles dra- from trailer park they drafted, boys. They drafted a tight end too. You realize that? Like that's what's going to happen here. They're going to, they're going to draft like Trey McBride and then everybody's going to be like, well, Albert O's way better than Trey McBride. And then it's, you know, it's all going to dissolve into no, garbage. Yeah. I don't know why I sounded like him, Josh. It was I, so uh, bubbles. Uh, it was, it was my snotty <laughs> redraft person voice who follows PFF. I, I don't uh, like PFF. I, I've been I, like, no way you're stepping in there, Bill. <laughs> Even though I bought that guy a beer, I forgot about that PFF guy. I didn't realize I was doing you that. You should take so. it back. Next yeah, time I see him, I'll, I'll do was awesome. I mean, he was, <laughs> but that's beside the point. Whatever. Let's Click move on. Yeah. So, All right, boss. Yes, he says move on. Let's move on. I know. Make sure we... Hey, uh, what's his rank in the Dynasty Index? Yeah. Uh, God he dang. literally isn't even in the Ultimate Dynasty Index. I'm putting him in right now. That's how low his ranking was. He That's wasn't scary. even on my mind. That's because well, he got guys like... I still have OJ Howard in the Ultimate Dynasty Index. And you don't have Albert O. And I don't have Albert O. Apparently, PFF is going to be big man. I'm putting him in there right now, though. But I'll tell you this. He's going to be in. Are you going to put him be in six? tier four. He's going to oh, be okay. in tier four. He'll be below guy. He'll be below Robert Tanyan. I promise you that. Oh, man. Tanyan, hey, honestly, Tanyan. though, I'm actually pretty excited about Robert Tanyan this year. Uh-huh. Uh, same. No same. receivers. I mean, he's got to do something. You imagine. Uh-huh. Wait a minute. Dawson Knox isn't everybody. on this list. Right. <laughs> that, that was that. the big one what that got fuck? me right off the bat. I didn't even realize Dawson Knox wasn't on here. The thing about PFF is if you're a Bills player, you got to do it five years in a row before they'll even put you on any of their top 24 lists. That's true. That's a good point. Okay, let's move on. We're going to do buys and sells (laughs) today. Um, We've already done a version of this, uh, I think, was that two months ago? But I think we've got some new names after free agency, after kind of we've gotten some ideas of what the draft is going to look like, you know, after teams have made massive moves that have changed the landscapes on their team. Um, I think we can, you know, we've got a couple more buys and sells that we want to get through. So do we want to start with buys and then we'll get to the sells or do you just want to do them all at one time? Buying's more fun. Let's do buying first. Okay. Let's do buying. Joe, you want to kick us off? Yeah. Okay. So starting off, um, this one's more if you're in a contending uh, position here, but I have Josh Jacobs with the Las Vegas Raiders. I think he's a good buy right now. We saw the Derek Carr extension. We saw the Devonta Adams trade. I think the offense is going to get even more dynamic here. He had regression last year from his uh, you know, 2020 season, but he also played through an ankle injury the entire season. Kenyon Drake being there is a little bit concerning, but Josh Jacobs also had his highest receiving total last year. Now, when Josh McDaniels comes in, it's going to be you know a lot of – they already loaded up. They got Amir Abdullah. They signed a bunch of guys there. They're going to kind of do the Patriot thing with running back, but Josh Jacobs is extremely talented, and he got his reception total up. And I expect them to be in the red zone a lot more this year with the addition of Devonta Adams. So I think it's a phenomenal buy right now. The guy who has him probably has a sour taste in his mouth, especially after his first two seasons where they thought he was going to be a stud. He has a down year. It's a good opportunity to buy him if you are contending. I, I could not disagree more. Um, and this oh isn't, this is no, <laughs> this is no shade on Josh Jacobs. He's just not what everyone thought he was. He's good. He's just not great. You're thinking you're going to get a top five running back out of this. You're going to get a 
10 to 15 running back. That's what he is. And that's 10 fine. to 15 There's running back is very valuable. No one ever said that dude was going to be a top five running back. Josh, I don't so. know. I just, I, there's a guy on Twitter that thinks he's going to be a top five running back. And I see his post all the time. Josh Jacobs is my number two in dynasty, blah, blah, blah. No, I, I'm sorry. I know he's young. I, I just, Isn't that I the Josh Jacobs stand account where that dude just loves Josh Jacobs? Oh, so much. He, yeah, oh, I don't think hilarious. you can. I don't think you can put a whole <laughs> lot of stock into that. But I'm just letting you know. I just I don't see it for him. I think he'll be uh, I, the twelfth running back, which is very which is valuable so for your team. Okay, I mean, I, so you should Josh, go buy him. I, I, love I get your, that. You're I love good, your but there's argument. no, there's no, but there's no like, there's no sale on him. You're not getting it. You're getting him exactly where he's at. You know what I mean? There's no like. Oh, people are down on him right now. Right now, dude, there's you're getting a definitely him at the exact a sour price taste that he's worth, though. That's the thing. He's not. You're not getting a good price on him. That's why I don't. I don't think dude, this everyone's is a buy. still freaking out about Kenyon Drake being there. Okay, so the, the point of a, a buy and sell is to to get somebody that is a good buy. Like you think he's going to have a good year he's, this year? He, it's it's not a that top he's twelve not running like, back is good. He's but he's exactly what you think he is. It's not like he's so. What if you don't have a top twelve running back right now? Well, obviously, hey, 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 hey! Right now on underdog, he's being drafted as the running back twenty-one. So if you think he's going to be top twelve and you can get him as your twenty-first running back off the board, that's 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 big. That's a big W right there. I mean, I have to say, I don't know where you're getting these numbers from, but I'm getting them from the underdog website. Well, you need to talk to your boys at Underdog because there's no way he's the 21st <laughs> running back off the board. All right, Josh, get well, off your soapbox there. Well, who you got? Well, I well no, no I was just going to no. say I tried to formulate an argument against Josh Jacobs. I can't. It's a good buy right now because yes, people are probably going to are down on him after last year. Maybe they think the offense is going to be a little bit better this year with an actual wide receiver one that can you know scare the defense, um, but. I, I, Nobody's trading a piece of the Raiders right now, though. That's the thing. You're not getting a good deal on him. They're going to charge you an arm and a leg just to get Josh Jacobs because they're gonna be like, remember when he was going to be a top five running back? He's still going to do it's that. Not, no, we're not talking cheap buys. We're just talking buys. People that you want. To I get that. Get I'm just saying. I don't feet. think you're going to get a good price for him. That's all. That's my logic here. I think you can absolutely get a good price for him. I mean, all right. Like all I right. said, this is for a contender right here. You float a high second, you know, package some stuff, maybe yep, get rid I, of a young running back that hasn't done shit yet. A high second get will get you there. Josh Jacobs. Go no. go, go send that trade to your Josh Jacobs owner, guys. Package it up. I'm going to try. I, uh, I'm just going to say this is where I have him in, in the uh, underdog rankings right now. I, in our, you know, underdog rankings, you can get for $5. You sign up for our Patreon. He is our running back, looks like 16. So, okay. And then in our dynasty index, though, he's my running back seven in dynasty straight up. And I'm just going to be, and people are going to be like, oh my gosh, you're crazy. But Joe makes, I mean, like Joe's not wrong. I mean, he's a thousand yards as a rookie, 1100 yards as a rookie, a thousand yards in 2021 or 2020. And then last year was his lowest carry total, lowest yards total, still managed to get nine touchdowns. This guy's caught 107 balls in his career, has never had a receiving touchdown either. So like Joe, like Joe said, if they're in the red zone more, Kenyon Drake's out of the picture. We know he can catch the ball. He caught 85% of his passes this last year. I mean, he's a buy, and he's only his third year. I mean, he's only 23 years old. I mean, Najee Harris is going into his second year, and what's he going to be, like 25? Like, this dude's – like, there's I, – I like what I like where Joe's head's at. I think that this could be a, a big win for people, especially if his ADP is, like, around running back 21, 22, 23. I mean, it's almost silly not to draft him because you know what you're going to get, in my opinion. That's – Basically a lock for double-digit touchdowns and a lock for 1,200 all-purpose yards in a bad season. 
in a bad season. You know what? And this isn't to do with Jordan because I don't care what Jordan thinks. I did just look up. I did just look up Josh Jacobs on Fantasy Pro, and he's under Etienne and J.K. Dobbins. So maybe you can get a good price for him. I just assume people yeah. valued him higher. Exactly. What a great take, Joe. Joe with the, with the dunk. Woo! Yep. Loving oh. it. Starting Slide the show off hot. I'm gonna send you the poster later, Josh. It's fine. <laughs> You oh know. yeah, but Josh Jacobs is also that asshole that doesn't care about your fantasy team. So remember that too. Maybe he should just keep falling down the board a little hey, bit. Hey, to be fair, I don't care about anyone else's fantasy team but mine, except for all you possums out there. I really am invested in your success and your fantasy team. So I should detract my previous statement. Aren't we all possums too, though? We are, but I don't care about your team. Oh, okay, good to know. Yeah, you're one of those filthy, dirty possums, though. We're like the cool, clean, fun, like funny possums. (laughs) The cuddly possums. Yeah, you're like one of those like rabies, like half-starved, like, yeah, dumpster rats. All right, let me get one off because I think this will fit Josh's criteria a little bit better because he wants somebody that you could buy dirt cheap, I think. Um, And that's be a top five player, so. I never uh, said anything about I, top five players. You did. I think you did. I think Noah. I think Noah Fant of the of the Seattle Seahawks is a good buy right now. Uh, one because he's a good tight end. He's only twenty four years old, about to be twenty five. Um, he's getting put in a situation in Seattle where he's going to have a brand new running, uh, brand new tight end, or brand new quarterback. And I think rookies, you know, the the whole thing is usually rookies like to rely on their tight end because it's somebody that they uh, big target that they'll be able to get a lot of uh, receptions too. So I think current uh, the way it's currently presented itself, I think Noah Fant is a good buy at a pretty cheap price because I'm pretty sure whoever has him right now is a little bit scared that he got traded from what would be considered a good situation for people like Albert O. But he's in a, in a situation now where even if they trade DK Metcalf, if that does come to fruition, Noah Fant could be in line for a big year. So I think right now could be a good time to strike. What do you guys think? Also, no one utilizes Tyler Lockett like Russell Wilson did. So I just imagine that he's going to be the number two receiver unless they go and draft one. So I agree. I, I am underwhelmed by Noah Fant's stats. They're not bad by any means, but they're just not. They never broke out, basically. Yeah, so, he's never had a good quarterback. Like, that's the problem. He's had Drew Locke and Teddy B. And now he's going to have a rookie, so – I. It's tough to really tell what he's going to be able to do, but I think this will be his best chance to get the most targets. Yeah, I think the touchdowns is really what killed it for him. He's only had four touchdowns in a year. That's been his best. So, um, yeah. yeah, no, if he can get some touch red zone targets, I'd be a huge fan of Noah Fan. And I'm still, I've always been a fan of Noah Fan. I'm hoping for yeah, the best. Yeah, I just form. think right now, this is a good time to buy because, especially if they trade DK Metcalf, I think his price just skyrockets. I don't think they yeah. should trade DK Metcalf, but if they end up doing such a thing, Noah Fan would be in line for. A lot of work. Dude, my big thing with Noah Fant is he's talented, and the tight end position is very slim picking. So you need to buy talent when you can in case the cards fall right. I mean, I don't have a whole lot of faith that Drew Locke's going to be able to utilize him, but Noah Fant's a very talented tight end. He does – I don't know if he's got bad hamstrings or he just, like, craps his pants mid-game, but he's always running kind of <laughs> funky halfway through there. But uh, he's got the talent in the world, and in the right situation, I mean, if they get a big arm in there like Malik Willis or, hell, even Baker Mayfield, if he were to make his way down there, I don't believe Drew Locke will be the starter for this team week one. So it's a good time to buy him. Unless they're yeah. tanking. But that could still be good <laughs> things. I mean, that doesn't mean he's not going to get stats still. So. Um, exactly. Let me get on to my buy. Uh, and this one's not really a 
this doesn't really fit into the criteria of what we've talked about, but Antonio Gibson, uh, I think he's in a great situation. Um, honestly, with the signing of JD McKissick, the re-signing of JD McKissick, people like Billy, I wouldn't say that Billy's off of him, but you know, they're down, they downgraded him a little bit here. And you can almost argue that the Wentz sign trade situation, that could be enough for someone to want to get rid of him because people don't like Carson Wentz and for great reason, but honestly, as the Colts showed last year, um, teams don't trust Wentz to just take on the full load. So the running backs are going to have a huge part of this game. Yes, his passing numbers are going to suffer a little bit. Um, but honestly, top 10 running back or offensive line behind that. Uh, if anything, people get upset about them having a second running back. But that's actually a good thing because it takes the load off them. It's no more Christian McCaffrey situations where you know it's only on him. I'm loving Antonio Gibson. I know you're not getting him super cheap, um, but 10 touchdowns last year, 11 in his rookie year. Um, he's going to be utilized. I'm a big fan of trying to get him for what you can. And honestly, someone like Kamara or Saquon would be a good kind of trade pieces that can be leveraged. And obviously you want some, maybe a little bit more in return, but I think that someone sees those names, Saquon, maybe resurgence, obviously you might want to see if he gets traded or something, but I don't know. What do you guys think? What scares me is that they're going to draft a a running back. That's going to happen. And it's going to probably be a good one, and I, that scares the de- that scares me to death. Why would Washington draft a running back? Dude, they, they've okay. already had they've had the top five running backs in for visits so far. Yeah, Kenny Three Sticks was the last one, and that would kill Antonio Gibson. They even had your boy Brian Robinson, so that should show you exactly where they're at. I have to disagree. They haven't you, shown any aside from Riverboat Ron coming out two years ago and saying that oh he could be the next Christian McCaffrey like workload. He comes out. They never commit to him. They refuse to commit to him. They got, I mean, Will, or not Will Disley. McKissick is a great pass catching back, and they seem to trust him in the red zone quite a bit, which I think absolutely kills Antonio Gibson. And then if they were to draft somebody, that would just plummet it. I love Antonio Gibson as a player. I don't see what Washington is missing here. Obviously, that, well, yeah. So and then Carson Wentz Gibson. throws everything 15 feet over everyone's head. So. Good luck for running back trying to catch that. I just feel like last year with Heineke, his you know yards per carry kind of suffered a bit because there was no passing game. Um, Wentz can at least string things together with McLaurin and maybe De'Ami Brown if Curtis Samuel plays a game or two. Um, I don't know. I'm a huge fan of Gibson. I think you're getting him for dirt cheap right now. That's why I like him. I mean, you're still paying a little bit. He's still obviously ranked up there, but people might be down on him right now because of the McKissick, because of Wentz, because of I wait until they best. drafted somebody because then he will be at his lowest <laughs> price point we're talking two weeks from now you don't have to make the trade right this moment i'm not saying go yeah, get exactly off, that's what i'm saying like wait podcast. until wait for two weeks and then wait because i mean they're not going to get like a Brees hall <laughs> but they could get like an isaiah spiller or somebody like that in there if, All if right, i well, had Alvin Kamara, i would trade him right now for i don't know i'm kind of with josh on this i know you guys are like they're gonna get a running back but I mean, they did commit to him last year. I mean, he had 258 carries. That was the fourth most in the NFL. I mean, and he stood the. I mean, he stood up to it. I think whoever they bring in, he's going to have a pretty good shot of, you know, doing what it takes to 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 keep the job. And I mean, we saw how last year with the Colts. I mean, they leaned on the run. I mean, with you know Carson Wentz, it's going to be. I mean, Ron Rivera is not a dumbass. Like he's going to hand the ball off if he has the option to hand the ball off. Um, that you know, offensive line you can't this, argue with either. And this defense was supposed to be so good last year. Defensive line struggled early, and then you had injuries. So, I mean, if they're as 
at, I mean, like, imagine if that team was as advertised offensively and defensively and Antonio Gibson got 258 carries. He might have been, like, the number one overall running back. You know, I mean, he's only, like, again, there's only four guys ahead of him on this list in, you know, overall carries as far as touches. Yeah, but he's um, finished, what, 10, 12, something like that's, that? That's, but that's not that. bad. That's I mean, a lot of that's due to lack of touchdowns. Like, for the number of carries and touches he had, I mean, he should have had more touchdowns. You know, he was kind of like Najee Harris where, you know, the team just didn't get close to the, the red zone enough for him. You know, he did kind of have some breakaways. So I, I'm kind of with Josh. I think he's a good buy. I will say right now his draft cost is pretty high. I mean, he is the, like, on underdog, I'm just using their ADP because it's the most current realistic thing we have available. I mean, he's being drafted as running back 13. So I think most people are siding with Josh. Um, but I do like the way Josh said, too, like he's a good guy to kind of leverage out of an older running back who's been getting carries like an Alvin Kamara. Because, I mean, guys like that, I mean, if it's not this year that they fall off, you know it's going to be basically next year. So if you can get a younger player, that might be the play for you in Dynasty. I think Gibson owners at this moment are seeing that McKissick They're seeing the Wentz trade. Managers. My apologies. Put your dollar in the jar. Uh, yep. In the swear jar. I don't have That's a dollar. It's going towards our trip, man. All right. It sure is. All right. Anyway, get on to the next buy. What do you guys got? We've talked about Gibson All right, enough. Have at it. All right, my other buy, and this is for depth. Um, if your team just taking a shot on a guy, getting him on there. I love Rondale Moore. Um, I personally have traded for him in a couple of leagues to acquire his services. Uh, Christian Kirk was the biggest problem he had in that offense last year. Christian Kirk played better out of the slot. They tried to play him outside, but towards the end of the year, they moved him into the slot, which is where Rondale Moore needs to play. He needs that space. You know, he's a smaller, shiftier guy. He has a great college pedigree um, for what he's able to do. And with A.J. Green and Christian Kirk gone right now, I believe they bring in another outside receiver, especially after what happened to uh, or, uh, DeAndre Hopkins last year. So I think this guy's the limit for, uh, for Rondale Moore to grow in this offense, and he's a relatively cheap buy. I mean, I, I, I overpaid for him personally, but uh, uh, I think he's a pretty good buy right now that could really add some solid depth and possibly grow into a really good starter for your team, especially in a PPR league. I think you're right. Dirt cheap right now. That. Really low risk for what you're going to pay, I think, for him. Yeah, I think it's low risk. I, I like that. I don't I don't see a, a bad reason to buy this other than, can I get into a sell real quick, which is directly related to this? Okay. Uh, my biggest sell is Kyler Murray at this point. Oh, and God. Yeah. I, I Smartest just, thing you've ever said on this podcast, and I know I is, listen to him. He has, thanks, man. I appreciate it. I, everybody gets one. Uh, no, but honestly, Kyler never looked right after coming back from that injury. Uh, I know that it was, that's why he didn't look right. But the problem with this is Kyler will probably be fine. Um, but the only other team that did less than the Eagle or less than the Eagles for wide receivers is Arizona. Yeah. They have Rondo Moore waiting in the wings. Hopefully that works out for them. AJ Green's old as dirt. DeAndre Hopkins, if he can stay healthy, it's fine. AJ Green's but, not even there. Oh, is it? Okay. Exactly. He hasn't signed so, back yet. Okay, I assumed Antoine did, Wesley, but... baby. All right, exactly. well, that's my problem. Like, they, got Zach, one. they got Zach Ertz, they got Hopkins, they might have Rondell Moore, no offense. But like I said, that's a good buy because it's a good chance that it will happen because it's going to happen. So my problem is Kyler Murray is going to have to stop running. And when he does that, he hasn't been proven as a passer. I just, 
he's made good throws to DeAndre Hopkins. That doesn't mean anything. I'm sorry. There's lots of quarterbacks that could throw a good ball to DeAndre Hopkins. I still have a feeling Zach Ertz too. They're little dump offs though. It's Zach Ertz doing the work. It's not Kyler. Rondale Moore gets that work, man. I think I think you're talking about Miami Dolphins quarterback Kyler Murray a little bit too harshly right now. So you know, just, just relax. I just okay. Why would the Dolphins want to downgrade a Kyler Murray when they have a franchise guy in Tua? What the hell are what? you talking about? All right, guys, 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 we're getting way off topic. Let me just <laughs> let me just get this last point in, and I'll let you guys rip each other apart. My hot take here: Kyler Murray, five years, pulls Michael Jordan. He's playing in the MLB for the Athletics, okay. man. Probably not. I'll do you one better. In three years, he's a full-time Instagram model. Wow. He was pretty pretty. That was a great a, pink suit that he wore. He would be a Twitch draft. streamer before he went to Instagram model. Well, he was actually very good at baseball. He did get drafted number one overall by the A's. I'm sure he'd figure out a way to get out of that contract. But he wasn't drafted I just, number one overall, was he? Uh, he was. He was number six, oh. but whatever. Still top ten. Okay, for sorry. My, my apologies. Crazy. I don't follow baseball. We're not baseball podcasts. Yeah, those baseball contracts are no joke. Yeah, I just so, happen to remember because my college quarterback was being drafted by an MLB team, and I didn't know what the hell to do. You went to OU? Could, yeah, I didn't <laughs> think he could play. I didn't think he could play college football and be played professionally at the same time. So I was like, "Well, fuck me, right?" And man, we well, need to get Jordan on these podcasts a little more often. They made it and an they Instagram made a rule. Okay. Instagram. All right. What's your What's your argument well, for DeAndre or for Kyler Murray? Does anyone have an argument for well, him? Why did we just go right to cells? Why did we skip past? Because he was talking bodies? about Josh Rondell wanted to Moore. Say something. It was the segue from Rondell Moore. It was right Josh there. Josh was like, it you was know what? I gotta. Josh hadn't talked a little this. bit and was like, wait a minute. I got. It was low hanging right. fruit. Oh, Jesus. And my, get it, my Kyler argument Murray's for Kyler tall. Murray is yeah. He went enough. to OU. He did. It's true. No, he's a good quarterback. I like that rushing man. There's I no, love that rushing. Yeah. Nah, he's gonna, it's gonna fall down the wayside. Arizona he's not gonna be able to run. Arizona's man. a bad football team. That's the he thing. He cannot it's, see it's, over his line. He's going to have to run and throw those short ones to Rondell Moore, which is gonna win you so many leagues. So you should trade for him. Rondell Moore is gonna win me leagues. So many <laughs> leagues, dude. I am oh, game for that, you getting Rondell Moore because oh, oh wait, in. my phone just went off. Oh, Joe, <clears throat> Joe sending me trade, trying to trade me Rondell Moore. That's nice of him. <laughs> wow. Well, wow. wow! Two firsts. Kyler Murray we'll needs. Talk about Kyler it. Murray goes on to a better team. That's the argument. He gets off the Arizona Cardinals because that's a so bad are franchise. Just, are you just going to defend every Oklahoma quarterback like Baker, Kyler? Like, I mean, I get it, but like Jalen, I don't like everyone. He still thinks Sam Bradford should be in the league. <laughs> I never said that. <laughs> no, I'm not. How how am I like going over the top defending Kyler Murray? I said he's going to go on a different team. All like, right, this is this is a hot take. I'm not, I'm, to not, happen. I'm not saying that, but you're saying Baker's just needs to go to another team, and he's not even on a team right now. So he's, he's on a team. Cleveland Browns. He's a Cleveland Browns starting quarterback until <laughs> until Deshaun Watson gets out of whatever he's in. Jail. <laughs> what he is. Purgatory. All right. Anyway, we'll get back to the buys. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm I'm not okay. Fine. Uh, my yeah, Kyler Murray just needs to go to a different team. That's 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 it. Cardinals, bad franchise. We'll do a whole Kyler Murray show sometime. That'll be fun. It'll be a great it's time. Fine. It's not going to be his argument filled on my end. I, I think he is <laughs> like, honestly, it's bizarre to me how good he is at the beginning of the season until halfway through when he just falls when on he, his face every year. He happens to play a good team. I just, no, he puts okay, my, good problem, 
The only Just reason I'm saying through. sell Kyler is I think you're getting the most out of him right now. That's why I'm saying sell him. I'm not. Well, wait till my sells dead. because I think they're going to be much more controversial than yours. So I can't wait. I would try if to get Burrow gonna, or Herbert. If you're going to start there, you, I just can't wait to get into mine. But anyway, let me get to my last buy, um, and it's Amari Cooper. And the only time I would say, like the the point I want you to go after Amari Cooper is right after Deshaun Watson gets his suspension announced, because that person is going to be like shit what am i going to do for the rest of this year jacoby Brissett's going to be throwing the ball or whoever their backup quarterback is i can't remember um and i think that you might be able to get mari cooper maybe at a better price than you'd be able to get him right now i still think once sean watson gets back mari cooper will be a good receiver yes josh i thought baker mayfield was the quarterback of the cleveland browns well, he's going to back he up might, Jacoby Brissett. He might oh, okay. he's going to be a third string. Got it. Okay, never mind. I'm sorry. Yeah. You said Jacoby Brissett. I was like, Baker, good luck if he plays for the Browns. I that's not happening. He's never playing another down for the Browns. That's never. So happened. therefore, when he I feels said he's disrespected, not on the so he's not going to be playing for the Browns. I told you this as soon as they tried to start trading for Deshaun Watson. You're done with Baker Mayfield if you make that move. I'm just glad that we could bring it, Baker Mayfield into this. You might gonna, not have any choice. I didn't bring him up. What? What? No, he just sits. He's gonna make eighteen million sitting on the bench. Why not do that? It's Unless they who's gonna, gonna want, who's gonna want you after they see you doing shit like that? You're already who wants now. Wanted. You're already not even wondering where you're at, and then you're just gonna sit there. Well, he'll be a free agent next year, and they can actually get him for a decent price rather than now where they'd have to eat eighteen million dollars of a contract. Which is why nobody's traded for him because nobody wants to add eighteen million dollars onto their books. I mean, it's just it's clockwork. Anyway, Amari Cooper is the point of what I was talking about. And Amari Cooper, good wide receiver. He's still got, I mean, he's not old. He's still 27. I mean, that's not bad. And he's about to play with Deshaun Watson for the next four years or so. So I think he's a good buy right now. He's he's a good wide receiver. Still plenty. I mean, he still could be an 1,100-yard guy. Billy, I actually don't have an argument against Amari Cooper. I just wanted to bring up Baker Mayfield and... I know. I don't know why. Just, My only argument against Samari Cooper is for when Will, Fer- Will Fuller somehow trots his ass to Cleveland, so you know what's going to happen, and he <laughs> takes over and goes on his crazy spree until he gets injured and eats up half of Amari Cooper's season. But You were about to say Will Ferrell, and that would have been phenomenal. Yeah. Um, no, honestly, so Amari Cooper is a good receiver, and I think he's perfect for uh, a Deshaun Watson whenever Deshaun Watson gets unsuspended, basically. Uh, and I think you're right. Whenever that second that that suspension comes down, someone goes, damn it. And then they had Cooper last year, which he was, wasn't quite a bust, but he wasn't great either. I mean, he was sub 25. So um, I, I like it. Yeah. My only, my only concern is that the Cleveland Browns are still going to be a run-based team. And I don't really know what that means for their wide receiving core yet. Still going to have to throw the ball over a speed well. guy like Amari Cooper. If they can yeah. run the play action. Oh, you just saw what Odell did on the Rams. So I was going to say, he's yeah. going to be what Odell was supposed to be on the Browns. Hopefully. If he runs right, the um, Browns, I would say you're correct. Should I get into my buy or should I let Joe go? Because I feel like Joe's just sitting over there. No, you he's can going to sell. You're the last one with the buy. I know. It's because I, I interjected and I apologize. All right. Well, this one's going to be uh, not a shocker to anyone. Uh, my buy is Devontae Smith. And I personally think that the cheapest Devontae Smith will be is whenever they draft another wide receiver in round one. Eagles did absolutely nothing in free agency to address that gaping hole. So personally, in my opinion, Devontae is going to have a huge, large role regardless and will only benefit from another wide receiver. But people are going to see that other receiver. Maybe it's Drake London. Maybe it's Garrett Wilson. Maybe it's uh, Jamison Williams. Um, 
I got to argue to grab him right after the NFL draft. That's when people are going to be um, down on him. I think you could get like a, you could throw a Michael Pittman out there, Deontay Johnson, maybe. Um, There's some people out there that you could package some deals for. Um, I'd say DJ Moore, but I know you guys would have a heart attack. So don't do that. <laughs> I would rather trade DJ Moore than Michael people on the Pittman. YouTube would for real. Uh, so Michael Pittman for me is, is Matt Ryan going to be able to find him? And that's yes, the problem. Because Matt Ryan is great at finding receivers all the time. Okay, well, this isn't about there. Michael Pittman. My apologies. Devontae Smith. Get off Michael Pittman, bro. A late first would be great for, for Devontae Smith right now. People get desperate during the rookie drafts. Uh, you could probably throw a nine, ninth, ninth pick for Devontae Smith. I think it's better than anything you're getting out of the draft at that point. Well, I, I do agree with that, but I'm just no thanks. You don't have any faith in Devontae Smith? Devontae Smith, no. Especially if they get Drake London, no. Well, I don't think they'll go Drake London. But they well, is it more the Jalen Hurts thing for you, or is it Devonta Smith's talent? Because I think he's talented as hell. I think, he is, frame, I, think but... I think he's plenty talented. I just I don't know what that's going to look like. Um, we'll have to see who throwing, who's throwing the ball to him next year. Not this coming year, the next year. I just think get in on Devonta Smith while you can because he's going to close the gap soon. This is the one good wide receiver we've ever drafted. Josh, I'll agree I with you am, on this one, man. I like it. I'm traditionally anti-Devonta Smith, but I mean, I think that he did do he did enough as a rookie to be definitely someone you should be considering buying low, especially at what you know somebody in Dynasty last year probably paid for him. Um, someone probably drafted him as the ninth pick in the draft, so you could easily throw up. Yeah, you can probably if you're feeling a little unsure of what you're going to do, or or if you're receiving core, I, I like him as definitely as, as at least a depth piece. As a depth piece, yeah, I, I would I would rather have Devonta Smith on my team going into this year than not. I'll put it that way. Wow. Jordan agreed about him. Uh, yeah, I, I know. I'm kind of shocked at myself too, but I'm shocked. Turning a new leaf. No, he's not bad. I just want more from Jalen Hurts. I just think the price that they're getting him right now, you can't pass it up. If if well, he does it, have the season that he does, that yeah, he could it's probably have, true. You're not getting that price tag ever again. And I think that that's probably that's probably true. The whole Jalen Hurts weird no more throwing thing, and then they just ran the ball the rest of the year. I think that's eating away at Devontae Smith owners right now. Uh, although even if you look at his stats in the back half of the season, he was managers still go to the jar again. Uh, $2. Two bucks towards the trip. I'll buy the first round. There you go. All right, Joe. Let's decide some players that we're going to sell, even though one of us did it completely out of order. Before I get into my sell, Josh, you brought up something that you said you'd trade Kyler Murray for uh, Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow. Yeah. On there. Who the hell is going to make that trade? I could see it happening. Billy. Billy. People like people like Kyler Murray. I just I don't know. I mean, obviously, me might have to Justin do this. Herbert threw for five thousand yards, and Joe Burrow had forty six hundred yards, and just right. studly receivers. Kyler I'm Murray. I'm just saying you could package something. People aren't going to be super upset about taking a downgrade if they're a fan of Kyler Murray, aka Billy. No, I think he's right though. I think he's right though. Those guys are good, but there are people out there that like the Kyler Murray boner. It, I mean, it still does exist. Somebody would probably be like, think they're getting a deal. You know, so okay. Can we get a I mean, shirt he's made? Still also a good quarterback, Kyler Murray Boner. 
please. Kyler Murray boner. Writing it down. Kyler Murray boner. All right. Yep. Jot that down. All right. So my sell, um, first one is, you know, if you're if you're rebuilding your team, um, obviously if you're contending, you're not going to do this, but I'd be shipping Dalvin Cook for as much as I possibly could right now. There's a lot of uncertainty. I know they extended Kirk Cousins a bit on that one. They have Justin Jefferson. They have a good team. But Dalvin Cook has never played a full season. He's been injured every year, and I think these are going to start catching up to him. He's only 26, which is fascinating to me. I feel like he's at least 30. But as age creeps up, and you can make this argument with a lot of these running backs right there, you know, 26 seems to be that cutoff line for a lot of these guys. But I, I just don't see – I would get what you can for Dalvin Cook right now and uh, use those picks to help rebuild your team uh, for the future on that one. I, I don't disagree, and honestly, I think this is you still get a decent chunk for him. I actually had him in my uh, – I thought you guys would call me crazy, so I didn't leave it, but I had him in my Antonio Gibson trade as well because um, that would be a good price tag. You're, you're downgrading on age. you got about the same skill, about the same kind of running back, honestly. I agree on the Dalvin Cook. I'm worried about the Vikings in general. I don't know how they didn't make the playoffs last year. Um, they're just not as good of a team as I – thought they could be with well, the got, skill level that coach. they have. They got it's coach. Not the, it wasn't the coach, though. That team just didn't oh, do it. Like, it's a little bit of the coach. It's a little bit of the coach, but with Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, and Kirk Cousins, okay, I don't even like Kirk Cousins, but that those three alone should be able to make something happen. Um, I was disappointed in them. I don't, I'm not a huge Vikings fan as it is. Kirk Cousins is the problem. And he needs to go. They keep franchise tagging him and keep giving him millions of dollars. He <laughs> wants to play to Jordan on this one. Oh, he wants to play the rest <laughs> of his career in Minnesota. By the way, uh, he did say that on on what the, What are we talking about? Kirk, Kirk Cousins, Cousins is garbage. Garbage, my fucking ass. <laughs> Shut up, dude. He's the most That's underrated out. player in the whole fucking NFL. Hard you stop. can tell he he Full was reading something. Stop. Hey, talk. Let's talk about how Kirk Cousins beat fucking Drew Brees. In the motherfucking dome, in the motherfucking playoffs. All right, you want to talk about Kirk Cousins? Let's talk about that. That was Marcus Williams botching the botching the tackle. Yeah, what the fuck ever. Kirk, that was all <laughs> Stefan. Ice in his veins, baby. It was all Stefan. Kirk, daddy, kicking Real the quick. door. Kirk Cousins. Look is out! Look out, Aaron Rodgers. It's over. You old. You gonna get exposed? There ain't no Devontae Adams. Save your motherfucking ass now. Kirk Cousins got Jetta. All right. Kirk Cousins is a great backup fantasy football. You people can't be silenced. Kirk Cousins is the best. He's never been bad. Don't believe this mainstream. He media. is a great July. backup fantasy football quarterback. Oh my gosh, Josh. That's almost you almost you could almost lose your credit. You could almost pull, get your fucking card pulled over some shit like that. What are you he talking is, about? He is, He's he been is. a top 12 wide or quarterback every fucking year of his career except one. He's a great backup fancy quarterback. He never gets hurt. <laughs> My God. Uh, he's got Justin Jefferson, so he should be good enough. You know what? You know what? Let's talk about this. Let's talk about oh, it. All right. God. Let's talk. No, there's here's the, I had the to mention Kirk one. Cousins. No, there's my one. bad. There's a player that is literally a microcosm of what Kirk Cousins does and why he matters. And it's, you wouldn't even believe it's Jamison fucking Crowder. Jamison fucking Crowder's entire fantasy football narrative and career. Every year, the past four or five years, you hear about how Jamison Crowder is going to be so good this year. He's a sleeper pick. You know, as a wide receiver, 36, blah, blah. 
All that fucking shit started when Kirk Cousins made that motherfucker relevant, when he made Pierre Garçon relevant as well. And I think Deshaun Jackson was maybe there that year too. Kirk Cousins threw for almost 5,000 yards that season. I believe it was that season. One that season was the season right before that. He made Jamison Crowder even relevant. The fact that we're talking about him years later, I don't know if people are talking about him now. I quit talking about him because I realized the only reason he was fantasy relevant is because Kirk Cousins throw him the ball. Like right. that, like didn't this he look, go to Buffalo? I think he'll Josh Allen's about to make that man relevant. Yeah, I was about to say Crowder's coming back. Yeah, he he signed man, on. Well, okay, the, well uh, now he's got a ball and ask. I mean, but people said great landing spot Josh him. Allen. The thing, is, and here's the crazy thing: that when Josh Allen's first year in the league, people talk so much shit about him, and it he was, was like bad. He, came back and, <laughs> he learned how to throw the football. What? What the hell? Josh Yo, Allen was as bad as first year. It says wrap it up. You're moving along. He was never bad. <laughs> bad his first year. Got better. That's the first time I ever got to use that button. Who great. were his receivers his first year? All right, all right, Zach all right. Jones Kirk and is a great some other guy that still have contracts in the league today because Josh Allen threw him the ball. All right, on to uh, Billy's sure. cell. Oh, I can't wait for this one. If this is how heated <laughs> we've gotten over this. So <clears throat> this is not if you're a contending team. This is only if you're in, in, in you know, you're, you're going to try to rebuild. And that is Debo Samuel. My cell for this year. And the main reason is because I don't think <laughs> Trey Lance is very good. And I don't think Trey Lance is going to be very good. And so I think if you are able to get a really – overpay from someone who's going to be all in on Debo Samuel this year at 26 years old. It's a good sell. All right. Before Jordan has a heart attack over there, I actually do agree with Billy and it's not because of the reasons he listed, but it's because he's never going to do what he did this year again. Like the stats he, that he had he this plays year. too hard. Like he's going to get hurt. Like yeah. that's the he problem. He did get hurt this year. Thankfully, it wasn't. Well, he even did, but it was. yeah. Thank but God the whole it wasn't a major injury. I, I I do agree with the whole Trey Lance thing. We don't know what he looks like, and I don't know why everyone's so hyped up about him. There's I don't know why. I mean, because Kyle I, Shanahan drafted him number four overall after dra- trading two first round picks like an idiot. Like that's why everybody's freaked out about. The problem him. is you are saying that Jimmy Garoppolo can throw the ball. Well, that. see, and that that's the other problem is Jimmy. Well. Jimmy Garoppolo can do exactly as much as he needs to. That's the Jimmy Garoppolo. An average quarterback can replicate what Jimmy G did. So you just need Trey Lance to be average, plus his added rushing ability gives Zebo even more okay, leverage. Well, I'm not saying Trey Lance is a problem. I'm saying it because he's going to have rushing upside, as everybody likes to say nowadays. What Debo but, did as a running back was very impressive, though. Every time he touched the ball, he had like 10 yards. It was ridiculous. He was. But and so I do agree. I think, that, can get, I, I think you, you can, can get sell so high. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, like you can get somebody to pay so much for him. I would get out of why, why you can while you don't have right, which one of you has Debo in one league or, so I can buy him from. I don't him. have him. I don't have him in any league. Uh, not because I didn't want him, but just I didn't end up with him. But I, I if I had him, I would consider selling him if I was gonna rebuild my team because you could get a massive haul right now. I think the price tag is just really high right now. I don't because after what he yeah. did, it's the same concept of me selling Cup. I, I was it the right move? Probably not. But the fact that I got what I got for him and then got Ridley somehow, which was that was a bad one. But don't need to talk about that. Thanks for taking Ridley, man. <clears throat> You're yeah, welcome. I didn't awesome. know he gambled. I, I you had some insider trading information. 
Definitely All right, let me get to my last sell. I got I got one last thing. We're gonna keep Jordan quiet for a little bit, um, except for this. Oh, he's gonna have it. he's gonna have an aneurysm on my next one, so I can't wait. Uh, I'm, I don't. I'm, I'm saving. I'm saving like him up. One. All right, my sell, and this is not because this isn't throwing shade on the ability, but my shade or my my trade getaway sell is Michael Carter. This is the, the problem with this pick, or this this person. I love I love Michael Carter. I actually had him in a league. I, I I wanted to have him again, but the Jets organization and quite possibly Zach Wilson are just terrible. We don't know yet, but in four games with Mickey Blanco, he got the exact same amount of points as with 10 games of Zach Wilson. So with week seven through 10, he got half of his fantasy points. And those were because he was a pass catcher, which is what he was in college, which is not what they're using him as. And I'm sure that the Jets will figure this out. I imagine, hopefully, but in my opinion, the Jets haven't had a hundred, a thousand yard rusher, rusher since Chris Ivory, um, and those weren't good years. I, I think the Jets are building something. I just think Michael Carter will probably be less relevant by the time it makes it to something. So, I think it could be okay, but I think you could get yourself like an AJ Dillon, Montgomery, or even Josh Jacobs for the price of Michael Carter. Obviously, you might have to package some things, but I just. I'm not buying the hype on Michael Carter right now just because he's on the Jets. I like him as a player, but until he's off the Jets, I don't like him in fantasy. I agree with this. I right. agree with this. I don't I don't buy the Zach Wilson. That's the only thing that in my I wouldn't be selling Michael Carter if Zach Wilson wasn't the quarterback of that team. Now he can grow and everything, but there is a lot of hype. And if you can package him an upgrade, it's a solid one. I like it. Oh, I thought that would have a little bit more resistance. Cool. Well, I'm good. Joe, what's good? your last sell? My last sell is Deontay Johnson. Get rid of him. The man's got hands of stone. He just had a lot. Like, Big Ben just peppered him with targets. Now, this one, you can sell him if you're contending. You can sell him if you're rebuilding. I, I don't care what it is. I don't have a whole lot of faith in Deontay Johnson. I'm seeing a lot of places that have him top 10 in uh, in Dynasty, and I really just don't see it. Trubisky is he's going to get him by but you know I don't really have a whole lot of faith that he is going to be able to get Deontay Johnson the ball the way Big Ben did I think the lines rebuilt they're going to focus on Najee a lot and I expect some development from Claypool um in this year too so I'm not a big fan of Deontay Johnson I would sell him because people you know they have Kyler Murray boners and they have Deontay Johnson boners so capitalize on those boners <laughs> I don't know what it is about Deontay Johnson. Boner talk. There's a little bit too much boner talk, but we did play. The, uh, that was in the <laughs> that was in the beginning. So uh, I don't know. I just I, I never really liked Deontay Johnson. I think that there was a chance that he could be something, and I still think he could be. But I think Joe's right. I don't think the quarterbacks there, and this year especially, this might be the only reason you can't sell him right now, unless he has a big game with Trubisky randomly week one. That'd be a great time to sell him. But I don't think anyone's buying in Deontay Johnson right now either is the problem. But people do like him a lot. And his I like his him. stats his stats last year really show it. So yeah, I mean I like Deontay Johnson. I I, I think this year it was probably would be what I'd consider his like down year potentially if I if it's just Trubisky throwing him the ball, if they don't have any other option, if they don't draft somebody that gets in there, um that somebody who's good at throwing the ball, that is. Um, I could see that being a problem, but you know, at the end of the day, Deontay, Deontay Johnson's not a bad wide receiver. The way but I see he, Deontay Johnson, he was their running game last year. 
He was yeah, there for the short, the short guy. He was, short passes, I think, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't see him replicating what he has done with an upgrade in the line and with Najee Harris in year two. Just don't see it. Fair enough. <clears throat> All right. I, oh, I was oh yeah. I forgot we have, I forgot we have a Steelers fan here. As this, yeah, as the four, as the foremost Steelers fan here, I think the whole team's in trouble. Um, but I mean, the last it's going to be more of the same. It's been the last couple of years, just probably less offense. So, I mean, yeah, I would be a little hesitant to keep almost any of the players and think they're going to be what they were even close to last year with Trubisky. I mean, on the flip side of that, though, I mean, there is the chance that Trubisky does, you know, getting away from Matt Nagy and actually getting a shot with like a real organization. I mean, a top five organization in the NFL with a top five head coach. Um, I mean, this is a real chance. I mean, a lot of guys don't even get a shot like this. I mean, so it, it could be interesting, and he does have a lot of things in place around him. The defense is in good shape. The offense is in good shape. It's just can he perform? We know the offensive line is an issue, but Trubisky can run around a little bit, so it'll be interesting. But um, I'm definitely a little hesitant on all on all players. Uh, the only person I would say you can't get rid of is Najee Harris. What he did last year was phenomenal with Big Ben being terrible. His little pass, his pass catching, I felt like was kind of a surprise. I mean, everyone thought he was the big bruiser running back, the next Saquon or Zeke kind of type running back, but he really showed something different. Do not trade Najee Harris. Nope. Who would I'm, ever do? Such I'm a very thing? happy for Trubisky. I'm... <laughs> I might get a Steelers Trubisky jersey just because. Do it. That would be hilarious. Okay, let's get on to the most controversial one on this list that um, I know I'm going to invite, but I've got I've got things to back it up, so I'm not just spouting off all crazy and stuff. My trade or my sell for this year would be Patrick Mahomes. And the reason is he lost his number one wide receiver, and I think that although you can replace him with a, another body on the field, they got Juju Smith-Schuster there. They're probably going to draft somebody to come in there. They might grab Odell. Uh, that's still on the table. We'll see what ends up happening there. Um, but I think it's what Tyreek Hill did for Patrick Mahomes. That is just like, it's just a different thing that you're not going to be able to replicate with any receiver that comes in there in their first year. They're going to need time to develop that connection. And I think that they're not going to be able to find anything like that this year. I think it's going to be a more run heavy chiefs team. I think they're going to be not trying to air the ball out as much as they have been in the past. It's not because they're scared of the cover two. I don't like those narratives are going to be flying around. I'm sure because they think they're going to be scared. I think they're just going to, they're adjusting their focus. They're going to bring in wide receivers that are more run blocking guys to try to free up the uh, running backs they have there. I still think they're going to draft one. I don't think CH is the, is the answer. And I don't think Ronald Jones is the answer. Ronald Jones um, on the moon. I, I know that's your, that's what you're going to try to get going this year. But I just think yep. going into this year, I mean, you still draft Travis Kelsey the same. I still think he'll be fine. Um, and you can go with Juju Smith-Schuster or whoever they draft. But I don't think you should be looking at those guys as your, you know, your, your wide receiver one on your team, maybe a, a supplemental piece. <laughs> But I just think going in this year, if you can trade Patrick Mahomes for a haul, if you still have somebody in your league who is going to look at what he's done the past five years and be like, that guy's exactly who I'm going to get this season, I would take, I would, I would bait that out to him, see what you could get. 
I don't entirely disagree with you, but I, I do disagree in the fact that you think he's going to fall off a cliff. I get that Tyree Kill was a huge... Not a cliff, just like 3,800 <clears throat> yards. I I don't see that. He's going to be in the 4,000s for the rest of his career. I think you're going to see basically what 2019 Patrick Mahomes did. You know, like top five still quarterback. I don't I don't think he's ever going to be out of that range. I do agree that they are missing a piece right now, and whether they find that in the draft or they get it with Odell... Uh, they do have money. They're not poor. Um, they can they can figure something out. I, I would have liked to see them go after one of these big to mid-range guys. I don't think Marcos valid the scantling. And Juju's awesome. That's a great signing for them. I don't think he's a number one wide receiver is the only problem. Yeah, they're um, run-blocking wide receivers. That's why they signed him. Well, Valdez-Scantling and McCole Hardman and Corey Coleman are not the answers to the other wide receivers. So whether they get one in the draft or they get Odell or they do both, They'll, they'll surround Mahomes with talent. There's going to be wide receivers out there. They have the trade deadline. They'll be able to figure it out. I'm not worried about Mahomes. I wouldn't sell him. But if you want to, I mean, I'm always down to sell a top player just to see what you can get for him. Yeah, it just depends what you can get in return on that one. I, I don't disagree with you at all, Bill. I, I would, I'd float it out there. I mean, my only thing with the, like you said, production declining is Andy Reid's going to get a lot out of him and if they run the ball more he's not going to get those 220 yard games out of any other receiver but Tyreek Hill but he can definitely spread it around a little bit more than he has and yeah although he has been upset with uh receivers for not being on the same page as him and that could be a problem but um oh, I think he'll find a guy Two of his guys. He's going to have to find a guy, and they're going to have to try to get that going by week one. And I just don't don't see it. I think they get a rookie. I don't think they're going. I think they get Olave or something like that. Although he's kind of been flying up draft boards, but they'll get someone there. They got two draft picks, so they'll they'll find a wide receiver in the first round. That's almost without a doubt at this point. So I think they'll be okay. I just don't. Obviously, there's no one to replicate Tyree Kill. Jordan. No comment. Jordan's like, no, I hey, no, like I'm participating in this podcast. I think Josh is right. I mean, I don't think Patrick Mahomes is necessarily a lock kind of top guy, but he, as much as Tyreek Hill elevated him, I mean, we have seen Patrick Mahomes in multiple games where Tyreek's clavicle was hurt or his neck was hurt or his foot and ankle were bothering him. And Patrick Mahomes still airs it out. You know what I mean? So, and with Juju, Juju's a good, you know, this is a great opportunity for Juju, best quarterback he's ever played with in a system with Andy Reid. And we've already seen what he could do with basically, death, you know, Big Ben's death rattle. Um, he'll still probably, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of opportunity there, but I, I do think that Patrick Mahomes is not necessarily a player you're going to want to pay the, the, the iron price for, shall we say, the way you used to. Um, so. I think he slips down draft boards a bit. I think Josh Allen surpassed him at number one quarterback in the in redrafts. Yeah. By the time redraft do, season comes. You do know Big Ben threw for 5,100 yards in Juju Smith-Schuster's second year, right? That's more than Patrick Mahomes has ever thrown. You mean the one good year that Juju had? Yes. He had two but good years. I still think that Patrick Mahomes is better than – Big Ben, even then. Fair enough. Then there's no argument on that one for me. I, I don't think so. I just think we're going to get a new Chiefs offense this year. I think, don't think it's going to be the same high flying trapeze act it's been in the last five years. 
No, for we're sure. Gonna, I, we're we're evolving into uh, yeah, and Eagles teams in the past have been run heavy. It all, wasn't all like I ask. Coaching all the Eagles. I pray is that OBJ and AB don't get anywhere fucking near the Chiefs. That's all I. That's all I. That's all I want. I don't want that. Stay I away. Feel like OBJ you, might go. Though. Oh my gosh, AB there. I didn't even think about that. Whew. I don't well I, and the I don't think AB actually has a real shot to come back to the NFL. After the way he walked out, you know, he doesn't really help. I mean, like how can you help an organization if they can't trust you? You know what I mean? And this is this would literally be his last year. I mean, he's what 35, 34, 35. Like I mean, that. like he's, he's, li- he he might, it, he's living in the past, you know, and he's been lucky. He's had Tom Brady and Big Ben throw him the football too fucking first ballot hall of famers and you'd think that he made them first ballot hall of famers way he walks around so i don't i don't want i don't i don't think he gets back in the nfl i don't really think he's got i mean i don't think anybody's really gonna take that chance i actually disagree with you on that one um so antonio the one thing he has going for him is the bruce arians firing or whatever changing of positions because there was something out yeah there was something weird that happened there and if antonio has any proof and if mike evans or someone else backs him up on it he could easily make it back into the league he was injured he did go have off-season surgery afterwards yes antonio brown is a crazy person i love him still but he could be serviceable he's not yes he's not what he once was it's that's very clear but he isn't awful either i don't think you're gonna get anything out of mike evans or anyone because bruce arians is now in the corporate side of it and they want to keep their jobs so i don't think you're gonna get him to rat on anyone I'm just saying Tom Brady could do whatever he wants. And Mike Tom Evans Brady's ain't like, a rat. If there's anybody in the NFL that ain't a rat. That's fair. Mike that's Evans. Fair. But I'm just saying Tom there's Brady a possibility. It, yeah, Tom Brady can do whatever he wants, apparently. You see, Tom Brady's uh, a motherfucking fed. Tom Brady's a motherfucking fed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Anyway. All right. Well, plenty of good buys, plenty of good sells there. Hopefully, there was, you know, you, we gave some good cases for why you should buy and sell those specific players. Um, I, none of them, I mean, maybe you could call Debo Samuel nuts. I don't know. But, like, none of them are that crazy. You could probably go right now and buy or sell. But th- this is a good time of year right before the draft. You can kind of just see what the price is so that when the draft does happen, you could maybe capitalize on that because maybe something – will change maybe a trade will happen where you know dk metcalf gets traded off seattle in the middle of the draft or something like who knows something crazy like that could happen and you just want to be ready and know who you know could be be the beneficiary to somebody like that leaving so i think we gave some good options yeah Yeah. we did joe you want to talk about how scotty scheffler just pulled his dick Uh. out and slapped everyone in the masters yeah, let's get to our Masters recap, Joe. How did that go? Well, the weather was nasty. Um, the azaleas were not blooming as they should have been because of the colder weather and the storms. Course is playing really soft, and these guys still struggled on it. It was ridiculous, but uh, pretty uneventful Sunday. But it's the best week of the year. Um, I really want to make it a religious holiday and, and get my HR department to let me off for that week. But uh, yeah, watch the Masters next year. You'll love it. I love how much you. T- I love how you talked about the azaleas. That was that really painted the picture for me a little bit there. Yeah, all about the azaleas, man. Mm-hmm. I planted so many in my backyard just to replicate it. Oh, you're gonna make your own good. master's green back there. Love it. Yeah. Nice. All right, Joe. Get us out of here. 
Guys, uh, be on the lookout. We're going to put out our uh, rookie rankings pre-draft here in the next week or so. And uh, we will see you on draft night. Be there or be square. Like I said, giveaways, guests. We're going to have a party. It's going to be live reactions. It's going to be a great time. So holler at us. Go follow at us. Buy the Dynasty Index. It's awesome. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thank <laughs> you.